Welcome to the Functional Nutrition Podcast with Aaron Holt, Functional Nutritionist. I work with clients on the seacoast of New Hampshire and virtually all over the world through both private consultations and online nutrition programs. I'm here with my co-host, Kyle Mayorana, registered dietitian of Root Down Nutrition based in Asheville, North Carolina. We are both board-certified integrative and functional nutritionists. This means we dive deep with people to get to the root cause of their health issues. In this podcast, we will address all things health, food, and nutrition, discussing our research, clinical experience, and life experience. Please keep in mind our disclaimer, this podcast is created for educational purposes only and should never be used as a replacement for medical diagnosis or medical treatment. Thanks for joining us. Let's dive in. All right, guys, we're back. It's Aaron, and I'm here with Trina Felber, who is the creator and CEO of Primal Life Organics. I'm sure it's a company that you've heard a lot about. I've talked about it before. It's the tooth powder that I use to clean my own teeth. Um, and in case you haven't heard about it, it's an all natural dental care company that focuses on oral health as the gateway to internal health. And Trina's going to explain what all that means in a little bit. Uh, Trina believes that the antiseptic products we use in our mouths are doing more harm than good. Oh no. After more than 25 years as a registered nurse, Trina has transitioned into a natural oral wellness expert. An expert she is. I mean, Trina, you're all over the place, talking, talking, talking. You've put out so much information. Um, so you guys, I mean, you have do you have a YouTube channel? Is that? Oh yeah, I I, I think I, I don't know how many videos I have on there, but oh my gosh, I don't I, I talk all the time about this. This is crazy. It's you're fun. on Facebook Lives all the time. I mean, you're all over the place. So. You have a lot of information to share, so I'm very excited to have you here. Um, we had a biological dentist, one of my friends, Dr. Kristen Graham, on the show last year. And that's episode 34. If you guys haven't listened to it, you can go back and listen to it. We had so many follow-up questions about dental health and teeth, and I'm certainly no expert um, at all. So I'm pumped to have you here. I know the audience is going to love to hear everything you have to say. Um, so why don't we dive right into oral health and why it matters so much? I mean, you're basically saying that oral health is like the gateway to overall health. Um, we talk a lot about the gut microbiome on this show and people are really starting to understand that gut health is important right i think that like the general public kind of gets that but the a huge missing piece in that whole discussion something that goes goes so often overlooked is that we have other microbiomes on and in our bodies and those need attentions too especially the one in our mouth um you know we're, we're starting to understand that digestion begins in the mouth, so it stands to reason that if we've got bacteria living in our mouths, this can impact gut health, this can impact overall health. So let's just dive in and talk about, first of all, what the hell is the, the mouth microbiome and why is it so important? How does it dictate overall health? Oh my gosh, I love talking about this. So, because I love to blow people's minds. Because when I tell you these things, you're going to have aha moments. You're going to be like, oh my gosh, that makes so much sense. Why didn't I think of that? So, yeah, your oral microbiome is the beginning of your digestive system and it's the very beginning of your immune system. So, whatever is inside your mouth, and that means food, that means bacteria, good or bad, is what your immune system 
is, uh, that's the start of your immune system. And whatever's inside your mouth, you swallow into an environment that is less capable of fighting bad bacteria and bad things. What I mean by that is um, H. pylori, E. coli, the flu virus, all sorts of bacteria and viruses, um, once they're inside your mouth, that is the real place that you're supposed to be able to kill and defend against them. As soon as you swallow them, and you do, you swallow them with every drink, you swallow it with all the saliva in your mouth, um, as soon as you swallow them, they, de- they go into your stomach, which is an acidic environment, and that's where those bacteria and viruses thrive, and they multiply. And then they go into your small intestine, and you don't have the right microbiome in your small intestine to fight the bacteria that you were supposed to fight inside your mouth. So let me take you back. This is, this is how you developed your immune system, and I love doing this analogy because people get it. So um, I'm gonna take you back to when you were um, inside your mother, in, in your mom's womb, and it was so warm and cozy in there, and it was dark, and there were no bugs. It was completely sterile. So for the first nine months of your life, you were in a sterile environment with no exposure to anything. If you were a uh, regular vaginal delivery, if you went through the birth canal, your first exposure to bacteria was in the birth canal. The the bacteria in the birth canal is good bacteria. It's put there, it's meant to be there, just like what's inside your digestive system. It's meant to protect you, the tissues inside there, so that things can't grow or can't get inside your body. And protect baby, obviously, if there's a baby in there. So baby comes through the birth canal and you get the bacteria in your nose and your mouth on purpose. When you take your first breath, that bacteria enters both your nose, nasal passages, and your mouth, and that is how you develop your immune system. You have that good bacteria in your mouth, you swallow, it feeds and seeds your gut, and it grows the right bacteria to spark your immune system. That is the reason why um, vaginal delivery babies actually have a stronger immune system than C-section. Not that there's a bad thing about C-section, you know, if that's, it's important if it's needed, but that's why vaginal deliveries, the babies have a stronger immune system is because they're exposed to the, the bacteria, they grow the bacteria in their mouth, they swallow it, they feed and seed and can grow the, the bacteria that they need in their digestion. Same thing happens every single day. You're exposed to things in the environment. Most of the things that you're exposed to are not healthy. Most of the bacteria and the things in the um, air uh, or the foods and the things that we eat are the wrong type of bacteria, but it sparks your your mouth, if you have the right bacteria inside your mouth, you can either fight the bad bacteria or you have the protection, the right environment that it can't live inside your mouth and you don't swallow it so that you're swallowing the good bacteria constantly feeding and seeding your gut biome. I know the big buzz is all about the gut biome, but it really truly starts inside your mouth. And if you have had digestive issues like irritable bowel, leaky gut, um, all sorts of you know chronic diarrhea, things like that, uh, malabsorption syndrome, if you have things going on like that, you will most likely never completely heal your gut, even taking probiotics, even with a healthy diet, if you don't have the right microbiome inside your mouth, because that microbiome is so important at feeding and seeding the rest of your digestive system and growing the right bacteria and protecting your inside um, throughout the entire, what I call your 
tube, the whole tube. And I always like people to understand that if you start to realize that that entire tube that goes from your tongue to your tail is completely outside your body. It's just a gateway. It's almost like a tunnel that you enter and it goes completely through your body, but it is still outside your body. Whatever is in that tube is still not inside your body, meaning you have not been harmed by it yet internally. But if you don't have the right microbiome and you have leaky gut or what I call leaky gum syndrome inside your mouth, bacteria, food, viruses, parasites can cross through that wall and not and and get into your body and cause the inflammation that causes disease. So you really want to have that entire tube coated with a really strong bacteria, good bacteria to prevent that leaky wall syndrome um, all the way through so that you can prevent illness and prevent inflammation. Um you just said a lot. I know. I was going to say, wow, that was a lot, wasn't that? It was amazing. I love, and nobody really gets that, that like that tube mouth to butt is not actually inside the body. I mean, it's inside our like meat suit, you know, it's inside the body, but it's not intermingling with all the things. No. And, and what's really interesting is um, the, the digest, and I can talk a little bit about this. Um, I don't know how much of it, your audience is like, um, I, they're probably female, but childbearing age, this is really important. Um, if you have digestive issues and you're not absorbing it, and really for it, it, malabsorption syndrome should be with every digestive issue because no matter what's going on in your gut, if it's not healthy, you're not absorbing what you're eating. You're probably absorbing the wrong things. So you can take supplements um, and, and you, people spend a lot of money. We spend a lot of money on supplements and we spend a lot of money on probiotics and things like that and eating healthy. But the problem is, is if you don't have the right microbiome inside your gut, you won't be absorbing the, the nutrients that your body actually needs. You're going to be absorbing the wrong types of things, but not the nutrients. And it's a full circle. Your body's safe mechanism uh, and the way it protects your mouth and your teeth is through your saliva. So your saliva, you absorb minerals from your food and the supplements that you take. It, your saliva has the minerals in them. So you get inside your body, what happens is your saliva creates um, the pathway for uh, a couple things to happen inside your mouth. But one of the things it does is it carries the minerals to your teeth. It neutralizes the acids and it carries the minerals to your teeth so that your teeth can remineralize and stay strong and healthy. But the problem is so many people have digestive disorders. We're taking all these supplements. We're not absorbing them. We are lacking the minerals inside of our body, our saliva is depleted. So not only are we not brushing with the right products, not only are our food products less mineral dense because the soil is lacking minerals, but now our own saliva doesn't have enough minerals in it. And the key thing for a pregnancy, women with um, child, I've heard the saying, one cavity for every baby born. Yes. Um, yeah, you've heard that? And the yeah, reason my teeth like rotted out of my head after I gave birth. I'm going to tell you why. You want to know why? <laughs> yes. It's really cool. Once you once you know this, you're going to be like, duh, that was like incredible. So, um, baby, and, and it's the whole the whole idea behind your body, your body's way of keeping your teeth strong and healthy is through your saliva, and the minerals in your saliva. So when you're pregnant, baby has to develop bone and teeth, and both of them are made from the exact same minerals. And where does baby get those? Well, mom is always willing to give baby anything baby wants. So baby, in order to develop their own bones and their teeth, 
they take the minerals from mom. So mom is negative on her minerals, mineral content. So that means her saliva has less minerals in it. And by the end of the nine month pregnancy, women end up with postpartum, they have sensitive teeth or they have cavities. And what's really cool about this whole scenario is when um, I talk to people and they say, oh, you can't heal a cavity. And I always ask them if they believe you can heal a bone. Because if you believe that you can heal a bone, then you should be believe that you can heal a cavity because it's Ooh. the yeah it's the exact same thing it it's it's the environment this is where i teach people it's the environment inside your mouth that is either creating disease or creating health and it's a simple switch it's a simple simple switch of what you're using and it will change the environment inside your mouth so for your bone if you break your bone, your bone is made up of calcium, phosphorus, the same stuff that's in your teeth. In fact, your teeth are actually stronger than your bone, and they have to be because the environment inside your bone or it, where your bones are is neutral. So your pH is between 7.35 and 7.45. It doesn't fluctuate much between those two numbers, which is a small number. Um, it's very neutral. And, and minerals stay where they're supposed to be, except in an acidic environment, minerals come out. They go into the, the acid. During an alkaline environment, minerals go in. So you don't see much fluctuation of minerals in bone tissue. But when you break a bone, you can heal a bone because the environment that it's in is conducive to healing. Now, inside your mouth, most of the foods that we eat are acidic. Most of the products that we brush our teeth with create an, an environment where only it, it destroys all bacteria. So you've seen the things on the bottles that say kills 99% of all germs. It's killing not just the bad stuff, it's also killing your good stuff and pretty much wiping out your immune system inside your mouth. It's creating at the same time an acidic environment. So it's not really neutralizing your mouth and, and allowing any minerals, if you had minerals, to go into your teeth, it's actually pulling minerals out of your teeth. So the problem is we're just using the wrong thing. So if you believe you can heal a bone, you can definitely heal a cavity, but it's about creating an alkaline environment, which is what your saliva is supposed to do, is create that alkaline environment so that the minerals can go back in your teeth and heal whatever's happening in your teeth. Okay, so that was actually a question that I had for you because I've heard about people remineralizing teeth or talking about that and I. I don't is that so that's really possible what you're saying yeah I know it sounds it sounds like it's too good to be true but yeah but if you're using the wrong things I have a lot of dental hygienists and, and I love dental hygienists so nothing nothing against you guys but um, if there's anybody listening but their first response I get it all the time on Facebook lives is you can't heal a cavity you can't tell people this you're telling people the wrong stuff and I always say you're absolutely right you are absolutely right that you cannot heal a cavity if you're using the products off the shelf that are destroying your microbiome and creating that acid environment inside your mouth you're right you will never heal a cavity with what you're promoting However, if you change what you're using and create an alkaline environment inside your mouth, you can 100% absolutely re-spark your immune system, regrow your microbiome, and create the alkaline environment where you can actually heal cavities. I've, I don't know how many thousands of cavities or sensitive teeth I've healed over the past couple of years, a lot, but I had one woman 
who was going, um, she, she called me, it was like a 10 o'clock at night on a Saturday and I was listening to my, my voice messages. And there was a message from this woman, Miss Gibbs from Texas. And she had just left her doctor's appointment. She didn't call me at 10 PM. I was listening to it, but she called me and she was ecstatic. She said she went to her dentist, had six cavities, needed a root canal. One of them needed a root canal. So she, that was, she had ordered my tooth powder a couple weeks earlier and she did it as a last resort. She thought, you know, if there's any good that comes out of this, we'll see. So she went to her dentist office um, to have a root canal done that day, and the dentist sent her home because she had one small cavity. She didn't need a root canal, and she only had, out of the six, one small cavity. So she was just flabbergasted. She was like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe I healed five. Five cavities, and the one that needed a root canal, I got sent home. Oh no root canal. Oh, my God. How long did she use it for? It wasn't very long. See, this is the thing. This is what's really cool is it doesn't take that long. So I usually say it takes about one brushing to destroy your microbiome inside your mouth. If you're brushing with, yeah, like (laughs) if you're brushing with Crest or Colgate or, you know, anything and you're using, especially if you're using mouthwash too, you're, it takes one brushing to pretty much wipe out your immune system inside your mouth. It takes approximately three days to get started back to rebuilding. And I say three days because most of the time when people make the switch about three days later they're like wow something's happening i had some girl email me lately it was recently it was really a a really cool email she said i have to tell you she goes i don't know if you hear this from people i feel like i'm going crazy i've been using your tooth powder for three days and i swear my health seems much better and i'm like yes you're, you've got an immune system inside your mouth. Of course it's better. You're now feeding and seeding your gut. Your gum tissue is going to be healthier and your teeth are going to be healthier. Of course you're feeling better. You know, it's so crazy because I, I, I know that we have a microbiome in our mouth, but I've never thought about it like our immune system starts in the mouth. We have immunity in the mouth. And so many people right in especially moms like what can we do to boost our immune system like throughout the winter months and it's so crazy because i've just never really made that connection between mouth and mouth and immune um which is very cool to think about yeah and it's primarily because everybody's talking about the gut but the gut starts inside your mouth and we really wiped out that's why i it's really cool you know i don't hear anybody else but me talking about even the biological dentists i love them they're awesome but they still, they're not talking about like your mouth biome and how it connects and it's the starting point of your immune system. And really, I, I, I really wanna empower dentists because they are the ones who can actually, without a doubt, change lives because they're, all they have to do is make a suggestion of, you know what, you can have better mouth care, you can have better teeth, better breath, you can have a better immune system, not get sick, be less susceptible to diabetes, heart disease, um, brain fog, uh, cancer, gut issues, if you just brush with something like this. And the impact they could have is just unbelievable. Um, So you said that the gut starts in your mouth, but I like how you actually like throw it back to the vagina. (laughs) Yeah, it really starts in the vagina. You know, we've done a couple of recent episodes uh, talking about like the shame around women's bodies and... I can't help but think of Kendrick Lamar who says life ain't nothing but a fat vagina because it's like <laughs> the vagina is everything. So let's give it some freaking respect. But um, yeah, it's all about bacteria and, and and how we get inoculated and all that stuff. It, it primes 
not just the gut, but the immune system. And, you know, it's all interconnected. Um, it's funny that you were bringing up H. pylori because I've seen it quite a bit um, show up it, it, clinically in, in, in some of my clients. And um, we know that the mouth is a reservoir for this infection. So it's like you can go after the gut, the gut, the gut, the gut, the gut. But if you're not addressing the infection in the mouth, you're going to keep swallowing that infection, like you're saying, which is like so gross to think about, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, I heard it. Uh, this is just kind of a crazy story, but I, it's from another practitioner who um, was treating somebody for a man for H. pylori, couldn't clear the infection. So then treated the whole family because you can pass it, you know, mouth to mouth, right? Right. Treated the whole family and it still came back. Turns out there was a mistress. Oh. Yeah. The mistress <laughs> had to be treated for H. pylori. Then everybody oh, got better. No, that's <laughs> yeah. awful. It's like, no, it's terrible. If she had just changed her oral care products, they never would have known. Right? <laughs> All she had to do was buy some dirty mouth tooth powder and it would have right. been fine. Oh, they my... could have kept it on the low. That Right. Oh, my gosh. I, that's so funny that that even came out in that whole scenario. But no. it's true. H. pylori, like... You just like there's things on your skin that normally live on your skin. They're not a problem until you destroy the microbiome on your skin. Your skin has um, its own kind of microbiome. And if you wash away all of your sebum and you destroy the microbiome, you're susceptible to everything else that's out there, including the bacteria that causes acne and um, you know, psoriasis and things like that. Um, some skin conditions are completely related to the bacteria on your skin. The same thing in your mouth. The H. pylori normally can live in your mouth and not be a problem because the environment, your healthy bacteria that's in there, keeps the, the environment healthy and it doesn't it doesn't cause a problem. It's as soon as you swallow it in, in, in amounts that make a difference that your body can't fight it and you don't have the right bacteria inside your gut to fight H. pylori. As soon as you swallow it and it gets in and there's a, enough of it, that's when you get the symptoms from it. But really, the place to stop H. pylori and E. coli and even the common cold or the flu. I had a couple people, I was doing a Facebook Live last week and I was talking about this and um, I had three people right in a row say, I haven't been sick. Ever since I switched to Dirty Mouth Tooth Powder, I haven't been sick at all. And I, I can attest to that as well. It had been two years since I had gotten sick. And I got sick about three weeks ago, just as we were leaving for the Natural Products Expo. And I nipped it in the butt very quickly um, by doing a couple things like eating garlic, taking probiotics, which I don't normally need to do, and um, sleeping a lot. And really, it nipped it within 24 hours. But it's really true that if your, your immune system totally starts inside your mouth. And if you're destroying it with what you're using, you're actually destroying the first probably about 12 inches of your immune system are completely dead, just not non-functioning. And if you know anything about the human body, you know that the best place to stop something is at the start of it. Because once it gets in, it gets in and it can get in your gum tissue. That's how it gets inside your actual body is through what I call leaky gums, which is um, any kind of inflammation in the gum tissue. And for the most part, almost everyone has some degree of inflammation in their gum tissue. And inflammation in the gums or gum disease typically starts in your teens, but we don't typically know or think about it or realize it until we're in our 30s or 40s. And by then, it's a lot more difficult to treat. And gum disease has been um, correlated. It's been... Um, it, it, 
it's been um, correlated with internal health. So if you have any problems with your gums, it causes a leakiness so that things can get in, get out, um, get in your body more harmfully and cause inflammation. And the inflammation can end up as heart disease. It can end up as um, leaky brain syndrome. Um, it can cause uh, diabetes, any of the chronic inflammatory diseases, everything starts with inflammation, including digestive issues and cancer and things like that. So it's really important to take care of your gums. And what I usually say is the very first sign that you have gum disease or you're on your way to gum disease is if you have bad breath. And I mean, even if you wake up in the morning and have bad breath and think that's okay, that's not okay. What bad breath is, is an imbalance in good bacteria and bad bacteria in your mouth. And it means that you have too much bad bacteria in your mouth. Uh, and when you do have good balance and mostly good bacteria, you truly don't have bad breath. And the imbalance of that bacteria and the overgrowth of the bad bacteria leads to the gum disease and it leads to digestive issues and it leads to a breakdown of your enamel. Whoa. So is the, can I ask you, is bad breath the same thing as halitosis? Or yeah. Is halito okay. Right. Yeah, that's the same thing. Halitosis is just the medical term for it. Okay. So... I've definitely heard the connection between halitosis and the gut, but it's really more so, cause, like if there's an imbalance in the gut, it can affect the mouth, but you're actually saying it's more like the opposite. It's sort of the, op I mean, if you think about how your, di how your gut, how you grew your immune system, that's why I always take you back to when you're being born, you were sterile. You had to be exposed to things in your mouth first. So that's really, truly the start of it. You can't work backwards. Like you can't, send good bacteria from your, and it's different bacteria. What's inside your gut is meant to be in there to digest food and take care of things inside there. What's inside your mouth is, I, I, I always like tell people it's kind of like eating honey from local, like local bees, because they have, the, the, the bees from lo your local area are gonna expose you to the things in your environment and you're gonna be able to build your immune system from that. So your mouth is sort of like the honeybees where it takes things in from your environment, good and bad, and it builds some sort of defense against it. And that's why I say sometimes it takes about three days to start to rebuild your microbiome inside your mouth as long as you don't wipe it out with the next brushing. Um, because your mouth is always exposed to the bad stuff. And in order to create your immune system, you have to have some exposure to bad stuff. Otherwise, you can't fight it. And if you're wiping out every time you brush your teeth, if you're wiping out the good stuff you've just started to rebuild, you are leaving yourself susceptible to everything because you're primarily exposed to bad stuff in the environment. That's how you build your immune system. Okay, so we're, we're starting to realize that we don't wanna just throw antibiotics like willy-nilly at our gut because it decimates the healthy bacteria that are living there. But what I'm hearing you say is that we're kind of doing the same thing every single day with our mouths. Oh my, yeah, totally. So, and in fact, I usually say if you're brushing with something off the shelf, um, you're, you're basically taking a potent antibiotic twice a day, every single day, or as often as you brush your teeth. And it's on. wiping out, and it's totally the same. And yeah, because it's totally wiping out the bacteria. It's, it's, it's the exact same thing. It's not selective and only wiping out the bad stuff. It's wiping out the good and the bad. And it's also creating that environment inside your mouth where it breaks down the gum tissue. You can get pockets of bacteria that hide between your gum tissue in the gums, between the gums and your teeth. Ew. 
and yeah, and it's, uh, yeah, I can go into that if you want. But, um, and then um, it also creates the, the acid environment. So you lose minerals from your teeth and then you start to, the first sign that you're losing minerals is your teeth become more sensitive. The second sign is, or maybe they go together, is that your teeth start to look yellow or bluish or grayish, even though they don't hurt or you don't um, drink coffee or you've tried to whiten them, they still have a discoloration to them a little bit more so than just from food. But you're saying that we can turn that around. Oh yeah. Oh, it's so easy. It's so easy. Wait, but it, first, what are the ingredients that we need to avoid in toothpaste? Like what should we be looking for and absolutely avoiding at all cost? Oh, let me see. Uh, it, the laundry list is long. Basically, just <laughs> pretty, like don't buy pretty toothpaste much at the grocery store. If you turn over, I was looking for one of my tubes of toothpaste. If you turn over your tube of toothpaste, there's nothing in there that's healthy for you Good. for the most Excellent. part. Super. Yeah, like so fluoride, glycerin, glycerin puts a coating. And so the the warning sign, the warning for people, because some people out there are going to be like, oh, I, I use a natural toothpaste or toothpaste. I'm I'm okay. So here's the thing. If your toothpaste and a lot of natural toothpaste will still contain either fluoride, um, glycerin, SLS, um, and some artificial sugars or artificial flavors or artificial colors. So just look at glycerin, even though, and I like to talk about glycerin a little bit because um, people look at it and go, but there's nothing wrong with glycerin. It's not harmful to your body. Well, that's true. Like you can ingest it. It's not necessarily going to cause cancer or brain fog or anything like that. But the problem with glycerin on your teeth so let me let me take you to the two reasons you really want to be brushing your teeth because the ADA, in my opinion, has it all wrong. They tell us we need to brush our teeth to clean them, and that's totally false because your 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 saliva. If you're making enough saliva, if you're not dehydrated and you know you're healthy and you're making enough saliva, your saliva is really meant to wash your teeth. In fact, in uh, if you use a toothbrush and water, you will effectively clean your teeth. The reasons you really want to be washing or brushing your teeth is to, first of all, alkalize your mouth because in an alkaline mouth, you can put minerals back in your teeth and you can regrow your good bacteria and kill the bad bacteria because they're two different environments. So you'll kill the bad stuff, keep your good stuff, and make the environment conducive to remineralization. The second reason is to remineralize your teeth. So you wanna make sure that you have an alkaline type of toothpaste or powder, and you wanna make sure that it has minerals in it. And most toothpaste, even when they're natural, do not have minerals in them. And if they have glycerin in them, the minerals don't matter because what glycerin does is it puts, um, I like to call it like a saran wrap coating over your teeth. And people will brush with things like Sensodyne and um, sensitive type toothpaste and they'll be like, yeah, I'm, I'm good. My teeth are no longer sensitive and I use that and I just laugh. I go, well, just wait in two years. You won't have any teeth left because you can't put the minerals back in. Glycerin puts a coating over your teeth so you don't necessarily feel that loss of minerals. When that loss of minerals deepens down far enough into your dentin, that's when you start to have that sensation of um, that pinging sensation from hot and cold and acid foods. So you're already in trouble when you have sensitivity. And if you throw glycerin over it, it puts that saran wrap coating. So even if you eat something or your saliva has minerals in it, or you have something, you're brushing your teeth with something that has minerals in it, they will not get past that barrier of glycerin and into your teeth. So your teeth will never actually get better and heal. They will just pro productively get worse and worse until you eventually have a cavity or need a filling or something even worse. 
So I usually tell people, you know, even check natural toothpaste. Most natural toothpaste don't have minerals in them. And the minerals come best, in my opinion, from clay and more than one source of clay. Most tooth powders, most toothpaste that use clay only use one type of clay. It's usually bentonite, which is great, but it's not it's not um, all-inclusive. It doesn't do everything that I want it to do inside the mouth to actually do more than just um, clean and remineralize your, your mouth, your teeth. Okay, so your tooth powder has different types of clay in it. How do you, I feel like the tooth powder thing is, is kind of hard for some people to wrap their heads around if they're so used to using toothpaste. How do you use it? And like, how do you, let's say you do, your intention is to rehab your mouth and maybe repair your teeth remineralize your teeth, um, all that kind of good stuff. How do you, like, how frequently do you have to use this? So it, throw out your toothpaste, first of all, because you don't want to use that. So this replaces toothpaste. And it's so easy. It's simple. And most people that go, I don't know if I can use that, actually about a week later go, I don't know how I ever brushed with that other stuff that foamed in my mouth. In fact, I've had people accidentally leave their tooth powder at home when they go on vacation, and they accidentally or had to buy, and I, I have a tip for don't buy the toxic, I call it toxipaste, don't ever buy toxipaste, but they said they bought toxipaste and it foamed in their mouth and they gagged the whole time they were brushing their teeth. <laughs> so it, really tooth powder is, and in my opinion, the tooth powder is, it's completely um, concentrated of what you want to brush your teeth with. I don't feel like I should dilute anything down when you're talking about the health of your mouth. So the, the, the um, paste, you, I, I just bought a, a, recently I bought a paste um, of a, um, a popular brand of toothpaste, natural toothpaste, and I wanted to taste it to see, like, can I tell you know, how much mineral content? Like, I was shocked the first ingredient in there was water, and I could tell that there was very, very, very little clay in there. So the clay is the reason that you want to brush your teeth. It has all the minerals in it. It actually detoxes your tissues. It detoxes your mouth, your gum tissue, your um, your tongue, all of the tissues, your cheeks, all of the tissue inside your mouth. And if you think about the dirtiest place in your body is your mouth, seriously, because it's exposed to everything, including heavy metals. How do you think heavy metal gets in your mouth or in your body? Most likely through your mouth, it, through your skin as well, if you're washing with um, tap water. But um, a lot of tap water has heavy metals in it. A lot of foods um, have heavy metals in it. Your gum tissue can hold on to that. So, and, and what's cool about the clay is clay binds really strong to heavy metals. So in your two minute brushing, you're actually detoxing your mouth every single time you brush. And if you don't believe that brushing your teeth is gonna improve your health, just try it just for the detox. I mean, that totally changes your gum tissue and, and the health of your mouth, not to mention the inside of your body. So it's really, it's really fascinating. Um, but it's easy to, it's so easy to use. And it's two minutes, you don't do anything different, except you wet your toothbrush, you shake off the excess water, and then you just dip your toothbrush right in the clay. Nothing grows in clay, like the bad stuff, it kills the bad stuff, nothing grows in clay. So you can scoop some out and put it on your brush, but most people after two or three days of doing that are like, oh my gosh, I'm just gonna dip, it's so much easier. Yeah, I'm too lazy for that scoop. Yeah, so it's easy. And then you just brush like you normally would and just brush up and down. You don't wanna go side to side, brush up and down, that saves your gum tissue. And make sure that when you do brush, you are hitting your gums because you do want that clay to be pulling some toxins from your gum tissue as well. Okay. Now, you had mentioned fluoride before. We have to dive into this a little bit because people ask about it all the time. Do you feel that we should avoid it? Oh, yeah. 
Hitler used it. That's how he got people to be submissive. It, it affects your pineal gland. It's um, neurotoxic. Uh, it 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 actually replaces when you when you think about what it does for your uh, in your teeth. So when you were born and you had developed your teeth already, you had zero fluoride in your teeth. So your teeth are super strong. They're stronger than bone with zero fluoride. And we had the bright idea that putting fluoride on our teeth was going to make them cavity resistant. And all it's done is you've seen a decline in oral health and you've seen from that a decline in internal health. And it's because it's all related. So fluoride actually kicks out your mineral and replaces the mineral inside your tooth. And unfortunately, once it gets into the dentin part of your tooth, the dentin, so your enamel has like 96% mineral content and your dentin, which is the layer underneath, that is more cushion. It's like to cushion your teeth. So it's, a, it's got some fluid in there. It helps prevent infection. Um, it's, um, it's got uh, like anti-immunity or immunity type things in it to prevent infection in your, in your, in your dentin. Um, but there, there is some minerals in there as well. And as soon as it gets in there, then it can also get right to your pulp, um, which is inside your dentin, protected by your dentin, and contains your blood vessels and your nerves. So, and, and once it gets in there, it can also cause fluorosis. A lot of people get fluorosis after using too much fluoride um, because it causes that staining, permanent staining of your teeth. And then That's it can nice. also, it's, yeah, and it's also been found when, um, in bones because, you're, like I said, your bones are your, the same as your teeth. So if it's taking the place of the minerals in your teeth and it gets inside your body, as you brush your teeth, your gum tissue, it can leak through your gum tissue, it can leak in through your teeth. Um, however it's going to get into your body, it can actually replace the minerals from your bones as well. So. Wow. Um, and same thing for children, too, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming. That goes, yeah. like, don't. Yeah, yeah. And so the problem with kids, too, um, is that they don't know how to spit. So they swallow toothpaste. And if you think about the things that are in toothpaste, even, you know, natural toothpaste that has fluoride, um, it, the fluoride, it, the, the amount of a toothpaste, most people don't realize the amount that you're supposed to brush your teeth with is the size of a pea. And most people put that big loop of S on their toothbrush. But on the back of the toothpaste, in fact, I have one here that has the minions on it. Um, and I, I laugh because it's decorated um, with the minions. It's bubble gum flavor. And Ew. on the back, it says, keep out of reach under um, f of kids under six years of age. And Excellent. I thought, right? So you put bubble gum flavor and minions on it. And what six-year-old is going to go, oh, I'm not allowed to touch that? And it says if you if a child um, or anybody if you swallow more than the recommended dose, contact poison control because fluoride's a poison, and it's a toxic poison, and it's not put on there, you know, to ignore. But we don't look at it. Nobody looks at it. In fact, most people are like, "Are you kidding? There's a warning on the back of a toothpaste." Yeah, call poison control. And how many people? How many kids put more than you know the size of a pea? And then don't spit, they swallow. So I definitely think fluorides, you know, it shouldn't be used at all because it doesn't do anything to improve your teeth. There's better ways to improve your teeth that aren't hurting you um, by using the different clays that actually do benefit and will help reestablish that good microbiome in your mouth. And your tooth powder is safe for children to use? 
Yeah, in fact, I make I do make a bubblegum flavor, but it's not artificial. It's um, made with three different um, essential oils that have a fruity flavor. So I, I always laugh when people are like, my kid says it doesn't taste like bubblegum. I'm like, well, bubblegum is really not a flavor. It's artificial. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> you can't point. grow bubblegum. So ours is made with three different three different essential oils and it resembles bubblegum. Like it resembles a fruit. So I should cut, probably call it fruit instead of bubblegum because then people are expecting like the true, whatever true bubblegum is supposed to taste like. It's just not minty, which can be a little too spicy for kids. Yeah, kids don't like the mint. It's no. spicy. And actually the bubblegum is, um, we've sweetened it so kids like it a little bit more with monk fruit, which is not a oh, sugar. Nice. Yeah, it's sweetened with monk fruit. So monk fruit is an antioxidant and um, helps protect the gum tissue a little bit more. So um, I usually tell adults, you know, if you can go without, I make both, uh, I make the peppermint in both sweet peppermint with the monk fruit and regular. And I usually tell people, if you, most people, my best selling is the peppermint that's not sweetened. That's what that's, I use. Yeah, because you don't need it. And right. and I tell people what, pepper, what the sweet does, it, it doesn't hurt you, but your brain can't decipher the, the, if the sweet is coming from sugar, real sugar, or if it's coming from artificial or natural sugar or something harmless like monk fruit, your brain just says, sugar, give me more. And if the first thing you're doing in the morning is brushing your teeth with something that's sweet, this is the other problem I have with toothpaste, it's setting you up for a day where you're pretty much going to have a brain that is wanting sugar all day long. So you're going to be, especially if you're someone that wants to not eat sugar or it doesn't sit well with you or you're diabetic, the last thing you should be doing the first thing in the morning is brushing your teeth with something that's super sweet. So I usually tell people, I only make the sweet for the people that are like, I can't brush without something sweet. Go for it. But if you can do the non-sweet, your brain is going to be so much happier and you're going to have less arguments with your brain. Excellent. Now, um, one thing I want to, I really want to talk about, this is kind of a self-serving question, but teeth whitening. So I don't use any sketchy stuff in my body, on my body, in my mouth, whatever. So I haven't really dabbled in the whole teeth whitening thing, but I'm definitely noticing some discoloration as I get older because red wine and coffee. Um, so what what do we do if we want to whiten our teeth? Is there so, any natural way to do it? Or is that yeah, because have you tried peroxide? <laughs> no, it sounds terrible. So peroxide hurts, right? And and for the same reason that I was talking about with your dentin, um, right now, the well, there was until I made mine. I do have a solution for you, so I'll give it to you. But um, peroxide is the treatment that still dentists use and most home uh, therapy, you know, things that you can purchase, whether they're whitening strips or um, mouth treatments, gels or whatever. They're mostly, they're all peroxide. And peroxide is toxic for you. It kills your microbiome and it dehydrates your enamel, which then makes your teeth look whiter because it dehydrates your dentin and your enamel. And remember, your dentin is the discoloration. And for most people, their discoloration is a little bit from food, but more related to a loss of minerals, which thins their enamel so they see that dentin coming through. So peroxide is actually working to dehydrate the um, dentin so that it looks cleaner and whiter, and it's giving you the false feeling of, oh, I got whiter teeth. But it hurts because as it's seeping into your dentin, don't forget you've got your nerves and your roots and stuff in there, and it's it's causing some pain. It's get, actually getting into the area it shouldn't be. Oh, my God. So yeah, don't right? use it on your teeth. Also, don't use it on your hair. 
yeah, don't use it on your hair. It probably does the same thing. It probably dehydrates your hair, which it does, right? So I wish I probably... could tell that to my seventh grade self. Yeah, right. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so what I did, so I made a teeth whitening system that's completely natural. And I did more. I went above and beyond because that's what I do as a registered nurse. I always want to make sure I'm sneaking the vegetables in um, to your dinner when you don't know it. So um, I sort of, we call it our teeth whitening system, but it does so much more. So first off, the device sits inside your mouth and it has, it attaches through um, the cable to your cell phone um, and it lights up and it has 12 blue LED lights and four red LED lights. So the red LED lights are the same like red therapy lights that you would go get for um, your skin. Um, they do the exact same thing for your gum tissue. So the red lights are more for your tissue inside your mouth. It increases circulation, decreases inflammation. And like I said before, if there's one place in your body that you want to reduce inflammation at all costs, it would be the tissue inside your mouth, your gums and your tongue and everything else. Um, so that's what the red lights do. It penetrates into your tissue so it can actually increase the blood flow and start healing your gums if, if there's any issues and reducing the inflammation. The blue light does two things. It first will help whiten your teeth on the surface, as well as kill the bad bacteria. Harvard actually did a study with the blue light. They kind of find, found this by accident. But set to the right nanometers, which ours is, it kills the bacteria that causes gingivitis, which is what we want. So um, the blue light will do that and help whiten your teeth. So the gel that I created is completely peroxide free and only uses natural ingredients. So the base is olive oil and olive oil helps to pull toxins from your tissues, but also helps to give nutrients to your gums as well. So it's not going to hurt. Everyone always asks, will this hurt my teeth? I always say, no, it actually does the opposite of hurting your teeth it's and actually even if you have like sensitive teeth it would be fine so i'm gonna get there yeah Sorry, no 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 that's a great question because yeah most people have sensitive teeth but and the and it does the opposite so the gel what i this is where i snuck the vegetables in so in the olive oil i mixed in there activated charcoal for two reasons it's going to help remove surface stains and it's also going to help pull toxins from your tissues your gums and anything else that it gets in when you have that gel in there no matter what kind of gel it is that you have in your mouth you're always going to have some seeping out you're going to be swallowing some of it so this gel is completely safe to swallow and it's going to be pulling toxins from whatever tissues that it comes in contact with but the veggies are the two different clays that i put in there so the clays in there while you're doing your 20 minute treatment it takes a little bit of time for minerals because the minerals have to be in the ion form and they have to be the right mineral for the right hole in your tooth it can't go in the wrong like it's a lock and key it, it has to be the right key going in the lock so it has to be the right mineral so for those 20 minutes that you're doing your treatment there's two different clays in there that are going to help go back put the minerals back in your teeth now remember your enamel is your thickest part and your whitest part of your tooth if i can help you whiten your teeth long term it's not going to be by taking off the surface stains because the next time you go have coffee you're going to put some more surface stains on the long-term effect of whitening your teeth is really by rebuilding your enamel, making it thicker so you see less of the dentin no matter what you eat. 
And every time you brush, if you brush with my dirty mouth tooth powder, it has the clay in it that's also going to help remove the surface stains between treatments. So it has the two different clays, and then it also has a bunch of essential oils in it. And the essential oils do a bunch of different things that helps to reestablish your microbiome inside your mouth. It helps kill the bad bacteria. It helps heal your gum tissue, and it, they help to whiten your teeth as well. So it's a whole unique system that you use in it, the initial system the kit comes with 20 treatments in the gels and uh, the 20 treatments are about a one month. So what I recommend is five days a week for 20 minutes, that's all 15 or 20 minutes a day for four weeks. So five days a week for four weeks, that's your 20 treatments in a month. And then after that, this isn't something you put in the drawer and think, oh, I'll use it again when my teeth get yellow. It's a therapy thing that does something more than just whiten your teeth. So you wanna to continue to use it. Probably, I usually recommend at least two to three days a week with the gel. And then um, it'll help keep your teeth super strong. And it's amazing what your teeth feel like after you take this out. They're, they feel like they could, like you could eat a rock. I love that you can just plug it right into your cell phone so you can just scroll Instagram while you're yeah. <laughs> right. You can do so much. I, my favorite um, review was from a customer who said that um, she her favorite time, to, her staple time of using it, her therapy time, is when she's making dinner for her kids because when you pop it in your mouth, you can't talk and you can't eat. And she would snack. And, you know, as she's making dinner, she's, I'm, I'm one of those two, so now that's when I do mine. But she would put things in her mouth, and by the time you sit down to dinner, you're like, I'm not even hungry. So she puts it in every day when she makes dinner, and she, that's her therapy time. I love that. Um, no, I have a kind of a gross question. If you, if I, you know, if you buy one, can you share it with your spouse, or is that sketchy? Oh, that's not sketchy. No, so our, um, mine, uh, you do not have to mold it. That's the nice thing is it comes, it's a comfort fit. It sits right inside your mouth. It's um, food grade silicone and you do not have to mold it. So yeah, you can share it. All you have to do is simply wash it under warm water to get the charcoal gel off, whatever's left on there. And you can use a little toothbrush if you want to help clean off the charcoal, um, but then you can share it with family members. It makes it really super easy um, to clean and to use and to share. Where's the best place to buy your tooth powders in this whitening system? Is it directly through your website or are you on Amazon as well? Is we're on Am yeah, we're on Amazon. I sell a different one on Amazon and I highly recommend this one over the smaller unit. I, I have a smaller unit that um, is battery operated and only has blue lights. It only has five blue lights. And I put that out there as an option for people that wanted something, wanted a device like this, um, but didn't want to pay the price of the bigger one, um, which I can give your listeners if they want to get the, the, the LED at 50% off, we, I've got a website that they can go to that offers that price on it through the website it's um, a little bit more but um, through the website naturalteethwhiteners.com is where you can get it for 50% off so that's a good deal but awesome. um, yeah what natural is the LED at 50% off but the tooth powder you can get on the website of primallifeorganics.com and we do also we just released our CBD formula of tooth powder and gum serum yeah tell me a little bit about that yeah, so I we were just at the Natural Products Expo and people would walk by all these health gurus and you know uh, CBD was the hot item there. You know everything had CBD, including water. I got a water that had CBD in it. And I'm like, what? This is <laughs> insane. But uh, you know everybody was like, oh, you're jumping on the CBD bandwagon. And uh, people would walk by and go, oh, why? Why would you want CBD in your toothpaste or tooth powder? And I, as soon as I told them why, they were like, wow, that's brilliant. 
So yeah, you just have to stop and think, where does inflammation get inside your body? And if there's one place that you want to keep as super clean and healthy as possible, and by clean, I do mean it needs to be a little dirty um, with your good bugs, not the bad bugs. But if there's a place in your body that you want to reduce inflammation, it would be inside your mouth. So the CBD is put in there because it's a potent anti-inflammatory and it will help heal anything very quickly. Um, we put it in not to clean your teeth necessarily, but it's more for your gum tissues and the tissues of your entire mouth. Awesome. That sounds so cool. I'm going to have to check that out. Yeah, it's been a good seller. We we released it probably three weeks ago and it's it's really good. It's I'm glad to see people are that interested and, and get it, get it. They understand what their oral health really means. And once you try it, even if you don't go with the CBD, if you get the regular tooth powder, it's most people say once I do, do to the tooth powder, I can never go back to brushing with anything else because the clean that you get inside your mouth is completely different than the sterile clean um, when you wipe out your good biome. Yeah, it's it's a little bit of an adjustment if you haven't used tooth powder before, but like after a couple of days, you're, it's totally fine. And there's been times where exactly like you said, I've been traveling and had to use like gross toothpaste and I'm like, ugh, I don't even know how I used to brush my teeth. With so here's, your t here's my tip for people that have run out and they didn't get their new package yet or they travel and they forget. Um, and and then, then people also ask this question, can I brush with straight charcoal or straight baking soda? So what I usually tell people is when you run out of dirty mouth tooth powder and in a, in a pinch, um, you, you can use straight charcoal or you can use baking soda in a pinch. So like if you're traveling, almost every hotel has a has a kitchen and you can ask them if they can call down to room service and say, hey, can you just bring me up a tablespoon of baking soda? Um, in a pinch, you can use either one. The reason you don't want to do either one of them by themselves long term is because neither one of them contain minerals to remineralize your teeth. And that's the second part of, they're not going to destroy your good bacteria. They're actually going to work with your, and, and they're alkalizing. So they're actually the best thing to, to use in a pinch. But long term, they don't contain the minerals that your teeth need. Both of my, all of my um, tooth powders have the baking soda in them with the clays. And then two of my formulas, my black formulas, have charcoal added to the base of the three clays and the um, baking soda. So you get the benefit of the detoxing of the uh, from the charcoal and the a little bit more whitening power from the charcoal, but you still have the minerals in the clays and the alkalizing effect with the um, baking soda in it. But in a pinch, that's what you can use for a couple of days. It's not going to hurt you. It's actually going to be better because you're not going to destroy your microbiome. Well, that's really good to know. That's a handy tip. So you don't have to use the toxic paste anymore. Right. <laughs> All right. Trina, thank you so much for coming on the show. This was super informative. Um, you guys remember that you can find all the things she's talking about on primallifeorganics.com. And that website for getting 50% off the, the tooth whitening system is naturalteethwhiteners.com, correct? Correct. With an S. Yeah. Natural Teeth Whiteners. I'll link to both of those in the show notes. And you're also all over Facebook. You're on Instagram. So go follow her there. She's always doing educational videos and stuff where you guys can learn a lot. Yeah. And every Tuesday at 3 p.m. I go live and I do, it's like a Q&A. So my customers can actually interact with me if they have questions, they're not sure about a product, am I using it right, or have any questions. Um, we 
I actually answer questions for customers right there. So it's like the best customer service portal um, for anybody that wants. And even if you're not a customer and you have questions, that's the perfect time to ask me questions. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. That's super helpful. Thanks, Erin. It was great to be here. I'd love to mouth off with you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Thank you. Thanks for joining us for this episode of the Functional Nutrition Podcast. If you'd like to submit a question to the show, fill out the contact form at erinholthealth.com. If you like what you hear, don't forget to subscribe and leave a review in iTunes. Take care of you. 